Well, good morning. Welcome to First Christian Church. It's glad to see everybody again. Thank you for having me again. I'm excited about this morning. It's Father's Day. Can I say it is good to be a man? It is. It is good to be a man. I mean, there are several advantages to being a man. Uh, we can show up at the same place and have the same outfit on, and we'll high five, so you look good. You know, that's a nice thing. Uh, we don't have to have a group to go to the bathroom. <laughs> That's a good thing. So there, there are many advantages to being a man. <laughs> well, happy Father's Day to the men in here. It is a special day. Uh, there are several instances in the Bible where we see good fathership, and there are some where we see poor examples. Uh, you know, it's human nature for boys to brag on their fathers. Little boys in the playground. So there was this group of boys in the playground, and one of them said, my father can scribble down some words on a piece of paper, and he can call it a poem, and he can get $50 for that. And the other little boy said, well, that's nothing. He said, my father, and he said it like that because he's from the South. He said, that's nothing. My father can scribble down some words on a piece of paper and he can call it a song and he can make a hundred dollars. And this third little boy said, <laughs> I've got all of y'all beat. He says, my father can scribble down words on a piece of paper and he can call it a sermon. And it takes four or five men with plates to collect all the money that he's got. <laughs> Amen. It's good to laugh, isn't it? Before we get started, uh, let's go ahead and go to our scripture. It's Gen I'm going to read out of Genesis chapter 6, and we're going to read through 5 and 11. 5 through 11. Is everybody there? I'll give you a little time. The Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and that every intention of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. And the Lord regretted that he had made man on the earth, and it grieved him to his heart. So the Lord said, I will blot out man whom I have created from the face of the earth, of the land, man and animals and creeping things, and birds of the heavens, for I am sorry that I have made them. But Noah found favor in the eyes of the Lord. These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a righteous man, blameless in his generation. Noah walked with God, and Noah had three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. Now the earth was corrupt in God's sight, and the earth was filled with violence. If you would skip over with me to Hebrews chapter 11, and we're going to read from there also. Chapter 11, verse 7. And it says, By faith Noah, being warned by God concerning the events as yet unseen, in reverent fear constructed an ark for the saving of his household. By this he condemned the world, and he became an heir of the righteousness that comes by faith comes by faith. 
I talked about the Bible being full of good examples. And, it, and sometimes it's hard to believe it, uh, that Noah was such a good father. Because we hear some, I mean, we, we get focused on the fact that he built an ark. And that uh, animals were brought in two by two. We get focused on that and what a, what a big ordeal that was. And it was. My goodness, he built an ark. But can I tell you, he was also a good father. I think it's only proper that today's Father's Day so we have a message for fathers. Uh, my wife said, well, it don't have to be. Your message could be on anything. Just because it's Father's Day. And I was like, no, it's Father's Day. We're going to have a Father's Day message. So Noah was on one of the good daddy list. Um, he was a good father. Building the ark was probably one of the most remarkable accomplishments in history. It's a time when you look at it, you look at the dimensions, you look at the ark, you look at the Bible, and, and, and it's described, and it just really kind of blows you away. To think that they did this without tools, without cranes. It was 4,000 years ago. Wow! It was a greatest accomplishment. It was awesome. But can I tell you, his best accomplishment was his faith and his family's faith. That was his greatest accomplishment. You see, he was at an age of corruption and violence. Genesis 6.11 says that the earth was also corrupt before God. It was, it was just corrupt. And that the earth was filled with violence. Again, that sounds much like our day today, does it not? It really does. As, as I was studying for this, I thought, oh man, this is, this is really kind of hitting home. I look at our world right now. Man, so how did Noah succeed as a father in such a time? Well, one clue is found in Genesis 6-9. It says, these are the generations of Noah... He was a righteous man. He was blameless in his generation, and Noah walked with God. The thing that God wants us to see in this scripture is this Noah walked with God. Let that sink in a little bit. Noah walked with God. Before we were told that Noah walked with God, verse 9 says he was a righteous man. The term righteous in the Bible. It doesn't have anything to do with living a good life. The Hebrew word means without blemish. Without blemish. Upright. Whole. In Hebrews eleven seven that we just read, it gives us some insight on how you can be justified. We read that Noah became an heir of righteousness, which is by faith. So from Hebrews eleven seven. There are some important things that we can gather out of this. And the first to note is that he was righteous. Noah was righteous. Well, none of us are perfect. None of us are perfect. And Noah was not perfect. So this kind of presents us with the dilemma. Even if we reform and we live for God, we're still not perfect. Yet that is what God demands of us. He demands perfection. But note that the righteous standing before God was bestowed upon him. It was not earned. It was bestowed upon him. 
Hebrews 11.7 says that Noah became an heir to this righteous state. To become an heir means that you receive something for free. You receive it for free. And that's what salvation is, is it not? It is a free gift from a loving God. It was a free gift then as it is now. It's something that we can't earn. It's nothing that we can earn. In Romans 6.23, it puts it this way, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is salvation through Jesus Christ. It's eternity. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift. And it's a critical part of our lives. It's only through Jesus that we can have the gift of righteousness. It is only through Jesus. The Bible teaches us that Jesus died on the cross for our sins. That is the only way that we can receive this righteousness is by faith. In John 3.16, he tells, For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, His only begotten Son. Y'all finish it. Gave His only begotten Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. Everyone knows this Scripture, right? This is the foundation for our Christian faith. It's beautiful. The first thing that I want dads to know out there today is that you need your sins forgiven by trusting in the Lord Jesus Christ, your Savior. That is the very first, most important step to being a good father. It's imperative. It's imperative that we place our faith in Jesus Christ so that we can be righteous, so that we can set that example before our children. So that we can set that example in front of everyone else as well. Not only was Noah a man who would receive full pardon for his sins by God's grace, but we're also told that Noah walked with God. So what does it mean to walk with God? What does it mean to walk with God? Well, to walk with God, to walk with anybody, it means you've got to go in the same direction, Right? If you're walking with, you're going in the very same direction. Jesus, when He told His disciples, what did He tell them? He told them, follow Me. Can I tell you, that's the same. Because you're going in the same direction as the Lord. So if we're going to walk with God, if we're going to walk with Jesus Christ, then we have to follow Him. We have to follow Him. So how do we begin this journey? Well... We spend time with God in His Word. In His Word, and we spend time with Him in prayer. If we are going to have a relationship with our Father, we have to spend time in His Word and let Him speak to us. This is how He speaks to us most of the time. It's beautiful. It's wonderful. It's instructions. Hey, we need to have correction. Sometimes when we read God's Word, it pierces our hearts, does it not? There are times that we read God's Word and we need correction. But we're not going to get that if we're not in it. That's the first step. is to spend time in God's Word and pray, and pray to Him. We need to do that to walk with God. Second 
Men, we need to be the spiritual leader in our home. We need to teach our children how to pray. We need to teach our children to read God's Word. They need to see us doing this. They need, it needs to be something that they see their daddy doing. They see their father doing. They need to see him praying. They need to see him reading God's Word. You need to do it with them. You need to do it as a family. We need to be the spiritual leaders of our homes. I look at America right now and I'm thinking, we have failed in this category. There are so many women leading their households right now and it is not the biblical standard. Men are to be the spiritual leaders in their homes. I know this can be stepping on some toes right now and at times I'm stepping on my own because my wife is a wonderful Christian woman and she steps out and volunteers and serves all the time. But men... We need to lead it. We need to show our kids the way. We need to be that example. Third, to walk with God, we must obey Him. Hmm. We must obey Him. God came to Noah and He told him to build an ark. And his son said, uh, What? We haven't even seen rain. We haven't even seen rain. There's no large bodies of water anywhere. You want us to do what? Are you kidding me? You want us to build an ark? It didn't make sense to them. But he did it out of obedience to God. He did it out of obedience. God commands us to do many, many things that we don't understand. You know, he tells us to give up our life to save it, right? He says to give so that you can receive, right? He says the way to greatness is to be a servant. See, we may not understand why God says for us to do this or that, but if we're going to walk with God... We must obey Him. We must obey Him. God says to let your speech be seasoned with salt. So that means we need to watch what we say. We need to be careful what we say in front of our children. God commands us to be angry, but to sin not. So that means that we need to make sure that we don't let our anger get out of control, whether it's at home, or whether it's at work, or whether it's just in the community. There's no excuses, and there's no exceptions. God says you shall not steal. So that means when we're over, uh, we receive change at the grocery store, if it's 10 cents over, we need to give that 10 cents back. We need to make that correct. And we don't need to cheat on our taxes. I know these are rough words, but it's just the truth. If we're going to set the example in front of our family, then we have to obey God. We have to obey God. Man, a walk with God is a passionate daily time with God. 
If you're going to be the spirit leaders in your home, the spiritual leader, you've got to be consistent in each of these areas. Noah's declared a righteous man before God and he walked with God. But here is the neatest thing about this whole story is by doing so, Noah won his family. He won his family because they observed, they watched him. In Genesis 7-1, we read these words, Shortly before God destroyed the whole earth with the flood, He says, And the Lord said unto Noah, Come thou and all thy house into the ark, for thee have I seen righteous before me in this generation. We look down at Genesis 7-7, And Noah went in, and his sons and his wife and his sons' wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood. You see, Noah's family were his only converts. Think about that. He was a righteous man walking with God, doing everything right. The only converts were his family. That was it. He wasn't a great financier, but he was a great father. He wasn't a corporate executive, but he was an example. He may not have been a great preacher. I mean, after all, all he won over was his family. But he was a great pattern. He was a great pattern. Just when you think your kids aren't watching you, observing you, they are. And can I say that goes up into our grown years and even more. Uh, My daughters are 25 and 20. And I still think it's very important that what their daddy does in front of them still has impact. Only, I think they listen a little better now, actually. (laughs) I mean, they really do. They finally got past that I know everything. (laughs) But believe me, even when they're going through that I know everything, they are observing you. They observe you. They hear you. You just don't think they do. They do. They're listening. What a day that must have been for Noah. His entire family is to come on the ark, right? So how did he win over his family? I can say it's because he was genuine and he was authentic. He was not hypocritical. He lived what he preached. He walked the talk. God asked him to do some very extreme things. And he obeyed. God said he was righteous. It's because God saved him. It was through faith. Mm, what a beautiful, beautiful picture. It was his authenticity and his genuineness that won over his family. It's beautiful. I hope that God helps us all to be real Christians before our families, before our kids before anybody that we come in contact with. Because I promise you, the world is watching. They are watching us. Look at our world right now. Oh, my goodness. I can't believe how everything has accelerated just in a few months. Now it's very important, fathers, for us to be the spiritual leaders in our home. It's a very important time for us to live it out. 
it's a very important time for us to show our faith in Jesus Christ. And we believe it with all of our heart. It's a very important time. I just feel like the time is near. I don't know that, and none of us do. But man, this world, we have got to set the example. We must do that. We must spend time in God's Word. We must spend time in prayer. We must teach our kids, this is how you serve. We must teach our kids to love the Lord with all our heart, soul, and might. We need to do that. It's very important. As in the days of Noah, so is our day. There's a lot of wickedness. We just talked about that. There's violence and there's sin. But you know what? God's grace is sufficient for fathers now, just as it was then. Absolutely. He is still on His throne and He is still in charge. I pray that God will enable us to win our families to Jesus Christ. I pray that we take that serious. We start looking at our families and our family units and it becomes our greatest priority. We love God first. And we teach them to do the same. But we must follow the steps of obeying God to be righteous. We must follow the steps of being faithful to God and placing all of our faith in Him as our Lord. As our Lord, as our leader, as the one that we go to in times of hard troubles. We cannot do it without God. If we don't, our kids will go into the world to teach them. Gentlemen, if we don't teach our kids, the world will. That I can guarantee you. If we don't teach our kids what's in this word, if we don't demonstrate for them, if we don't teach them, the world will. And that's not the direction we want them to go. And we must be authentic. I don't know if there's any men here that have not placed their faith in Jesus Christ, but that's the most important first step. The Bible says that we have all sinned and we've fallen short of the glory of God. That is every single person that walks the face of this earth. Since the fall of man, we all sin. And we need the Lord. And it says, for the wages of sin is death. That means what we deserve, what we earn from our sin is eternal separation from God. That's what we've earned. But the gift of God is eternal living through Jesus Christ our Lord. Ooh, isn't that beautiful? That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Mm. The Bible goes on to say that if we confess with our mouth and we believe in our heart that God raised Him from the dead, then we shall be saved. We shall be saved. He said, for all who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. I pray that everyone here has that relationship with God. I pray that you've placed your faith in Jesus Christ. I pray that you've made that first step because without that first step, you can't be a spiritual leader in your home. You have to know Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. You have to have that salvation to be 
righteous. To be righteous. Let us pray. Father, we thank you so much for your love for us, God, that you sent your only begotten Son. God, to hang on the cross for our sins, to take our place. God, thank you for that. You are the ultimate Father. You are the standard. And your standard is perfection, Lord. But you provided a way for us. You provided a way for us to be with you eternally through your Son, Jesus Christ. God, we thank you for that. God, I pray for the men and and, and for the for the woman that doesn't have a man in the house, God, that we would be the example for the children, for our future. God, that we could just teach them to love You with all their heart. God, that we could just teach them to read Your Word. God, and just to communicate with You through prayer. Father, I just pray for all these men. It's not an easy journey. But God, it's a journey that we can do. Noah is a great example of very hard times. God, you were ready to wipe away every man off the face of the earth, but you saw favor in Noah. You saw that he was righteous, God. I pray that we turn things around, God, and we just teach our families to love you. God, I pray if there's anyone here today that has never placed their faith in Jesus Christ, that today would be that day. And that if no one here has ever gone through baptism, Lord, then today would be that day that they would make that decision, God. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your son. In Jesus' name, amen.